Welcome to the Mompreneur Guide Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Moran. Just like you, I'm a mom entrepreneur on a mission to live a present and productive life, to be around for all the moments with my kids while also following my dreams and passions. Join me each week as I uncover a new tip or trick that will help you live your life just as you want and with as much ease as possible. Let's get started with today's episode. Hello, my amazing mompreneurs. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Guide podcast. I'm so excited. Today, I get to be with my friend Isabel, who we met, gosh, more than five years ago. Way more than five years ago. I know. just passes so fast. It was at... uh, U.S., I think. Yeah, it was at, at a US holiday boutique pop-up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was back in the day when I had my styling business yep. and my mobile boutique. And I think our booths were either right next to each other or very close I think close they were pretty close, other. but we yeah. kept like running into each other and chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And ever since, I just have always thought, you're so amazing. You're so kind. I saw you being an amazing mom. You have the most amazing store, and I am wearing some of your gear today. You, you look so good. Now that you. I don't style anymore, I'm like, Isabel, please dress me because I'm <laughs> in mom mode and not, not in the loop anymore. And so I love getting to come into your shop and really get that personalized experience of whether it's you or one of the other amazing women who work with you, really taking the time to get to know me, my size, my shape, all of the things about me to pick stuff that fits me, fits well, but also fits the trend and the time. And Absolutely. It's an honor to get to have you here. It's what we love to do, and I'm so happy to be here. Yay. I'm so excited. It's so fun. So I mentioned that you have a store, that we're here in Cleveland, yeah. and also that you have kids, but why don't you give everybody a little behind the scenes on what came first, kids? Yeah. Mom life, mompreneur life, and, and store a bit came about first. Your business. Yeah, store was, was the baby. baby. Yes. <laughs> store was the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, so for almost five years, I mean, my husband and I. Wow. Yeah, I so it was that long. Yeah, yeah we um, we kind of decided to let the store kind of build and you know hopefully thrive and. Mm-hmm create what it is before we started a family because you know it's like at when we first opened him and I were both working there seven days a week open to close for a long time so it was you know it was like nearly impossible to have a family and really put our all into it I mean we had dogs but luckily yeah. <laughs> luckily you can you know leave them at home and they're okay and so were you always in this location here in the falls always yeah That's amazing. this was our first and only location and yeah and what made you want to be in the falls I mean I'm obsessed with the falls so I know already obviously but what, when you were I mean, searching so I grew up in Solon and I always knew that Chagrin Falls was just like it was just like this quaint area that everybody loved to come and it always felt great and always felt safe Mm -hmm. and it always felt very inviting Mm -hmm. so you know before we opened the store we kind of like scouted out a couple different places and my husband and I would come and we would sit and we would kind of observe and see like where the traffic flow was and how people you know which way they were walking and what they were doing and so when we actually had a space come up that we were, I mean, within like days basically of getting the space, okay. and I'm not going to say where it is, but we found out through the grapevine that the landlord didn't want to rent to us because we were quote unquote too young. So don't even get started <laughs> on that. Whew, we just, I just had a conversation the other day um, with the Young Entrepreneur Institute at US. Okay. They came here and we were talking all about like being young and starting a business and, and all not that. taking you seriously. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That is exactly. Very, oh, that's very frustrating. Okay. Right. So you so heard that and you're like, this we is heard not that. He wouldn't rent to us. 
but it was a blessing in disguise Mm -hmm. because we found our space Mm -hmm. that we are in. Mm -hmm. It's been really an amazing space for us. Yeah. So you found you you found the space that you love here in the falls because I agree. I feel like there's just some energy here where whenever I'm in the falls, it feels like a heartbeat. Like it's just exactly. uh, It's just so good. But so what made the impetus to even find a place? Like, was fashion your background? How no. did you? No, no, <laughs> no. I love these kind of stories. No. I so, love it. Yeah. yeah. So why why a store? And your husband was a part of it, too. So, like, right. why did he want to be so, so involved? how it kind of started was, so my parents are both Russian. They're mm. both straight off the boat from Russia. So Amazing. in the Russian culture, it's like you're either a doctor or you're a lawyer. You don't have any other options. Mm-hmm. Like, those are your two paths that you could take. And I just really didn't want that. I worked for a law office. I love the people I was working with, but it just was not for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, after I was working there, I was like, this isn't what I want to do. And my husband even said to me, he's like, this doesn't really seem like what you want to do. And I was like, it's not. Mm -hmm. I really did not like it. And since the day I could work, I worked in retail and I loved retail. I think I was like 15 and a half. I got my first job. And I'm pretty sure it was at like Pier 1 in Solon. (laughs) (laughs) Close, but got what you needed. Yeah, Exactly. Uh So, and I always worked in retail and then I worked in customer service for a little bit and I just fell in love with a retail and also the customer service aspect and helping people and helping them with, you know, what they need and making them feel good. Like that's really what created this desire to want to open a store. Mm -hmm. I always loved fashion. I always loved boutiques. I always loved clothes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I shopped till I dropped since, you know, (laughs) I could. And just like envisioning that, you know, like you have this new outfit Mm -hmm. and you envision it and you envision how you look in it and you envision how you feel in it. Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of created this want to open a store so that I could make other people feel the way I felt in that moment. And you named it sanity. Mm -hmm. Does that play into like making them feel good, making that like, yeah, it's their place to come to get some sanity. Exactly. And it's so funny because I mean, literally since the day we've opened, people are like, Oh, it's like insanity. I'm like, no, it's actually the complete opposite. (laughs) (laughs) That's so, that's so cool. And I love this customer service focus because obviously that's how I started this whole conversation was you can feel that you really feel that you care that you want us to feel good. Like I, we went through a bunch of different outfits that right. you had pulled for me last time. And, and I was like, well, what do you think about this? Yeah. And, Ooh, well, I think I feel this way about that. And and you're so great in that you're unattached. You give your advice, but you're right. like, you have to feel good in it. You know, that was always the sentiment that you would say to me is it's about you. What do you right. feel good in? Right. I think that's such a, a powerful way to hold space for people whether you're you have a boutique or you know some people listening are coaches or things like that there's a lot of shoulds in the world right there's right. a lot of people telling you what you quote unquote need to do blah 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 exactly but i believe in being like a, a mirror which is prevalent obviously in your story but being <laughs> like a mirror for people right and and reflecting back to them what you see but giving them the power and empowering them right. to make decisions how often do you like find that filling your philosophy of being the store owner, you know, from picking out the merchandise to supporting the customers? Like, is that something you're constantly thinking about? Constantly. Yeah. And I mean, even if I'm, if I'm not physically in the store, I'm still so connected with, you know, 
the amazing women that work for me. Mm -hmm. So they keep me in the loop. So we know like who's coming in, who's being helped, what they're buying and knowing what they loved, how it fit. And just keeping kind of track of that, like a mental track. I've tried to do it so many different ways with, you know, like (laughs) a notebook or like a spreadsheet. And it's just mental, like Mm -hmm. that mental memorization of just, you know, connecting like a style to a customer and just knowing how they felt in it and how they looked in it and that they felt good in it. Mm -hmm. So that's really been that's one of the things about the store that I absolutely love the most mm-hmm. is making that like personal connection. Yeah. Yeah. And do you find that that has also been from a business standpoint, what has given you so much growth is that deep connection of, like you said, being able to know a style that goes to a customer. Yeah. That's deep. That's not right. Trying to just sell <laughs> the next person and like make sales. Absolutely. Right? And we really try to get to know our customers. And so for that reason, they, you know, come back to us and it's, a lot of times it's their therapy too, you know, so they'll come to us and we get to know them and we are kind of like their therapist in a way. We're like, you go to your hairdresser and you just like let it all go. (laughs) (laughs) We get that too. Mm -hmm. And we, but like, we love that because we really get that one-on-one connection with them and we get to know them as a person instead of just a sale, Mm -hmm. because if it was just about the sale, like we wouldn't be doing what we were doing. Right. Yeah. How much of that philosophy are you infusing in motherhood as well? Like, is this conversation, so your son is a little bit older, your daughter's a little bit younger, but you know, I know that they're involved, like they come around the store. Do you try to show them those things? Do you just try to teach by example? What is your philosophy in motherhood? So it's a little bit of both. I mean, my son, you know, when I can get him into the store, um, I really try to get him in to see how it all operates, like how customers come to us and how people trust us with, I mean, essentially like their bodies and their image that they're projecting to the world. Mm -hmm. So I really want to show, especially, you know, because Penny's younger, so she's not even two yet. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Peyton, I mean, he just turned 10. So Mm -hmm. I want him to see how having that like one-on-one connection with someone can really mean so much to not just like us, but also to them Mm -hmm. and having like a place to come that like they trust. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have the conversations about entrepreneurship with him as well? Like I, so Jack is four and Sophia is three. They've already started businesses because I want to have that conversation of like, I always say, what's something that you love to do and how can it help people? Right. Um, And so is that something that you think about Oh, absolutely. And I mean, there's, you know, certain things that he wants and that he wants to buy. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, well, you have to work for that. You know, Mm -hmm. not everything, but there are certain things. So it's like, I like giving him the goal and like reaching Mm -hmm. that goal. So he's really into basketball cards and like football cards. And there was one card in particular and it was a little ridiculous. Yeah. So in my eyes to just right out buy it for him. Right, right. So um, it was during the sidewalk sale. And I was like, all right, if you work every single day during the sidewalk sale and you really work, like you yeah. don't disappear into the office and like hang out on the phone. Right, right. You know, if you're yeah. really back behind the desk, you're working, mm-hmm. you can earn the money to, mm-hmm. you know, buy that card. Mm-hmm. So that was in his mind. Like that was his goal. Mm-hmm. And he's actually been at it to raise you know, money and Mm -hmm. to get that car, to get that goal. So I just think that that's like really cool. And I saw it in his eyes. I saw like that click, Mm -hmm. you know, like that connection Mm -hmm. that if he really worked for something, he could get it. Yeah. 
I think the goal is a really important thing. Like I think it's important for us mompreneurs to remember, but to it's an easy way to start with our kids too, right? No right. matter what the age is. It's like a universal conversation of what is that goal? What is that thing you're working towards? And then I know, Absolutely. I know that the connection and having it help people yeah. too is is there. I think that's really cool. Yeah, and we'll have like he would set up lemonade stands and like the money would go back to Rescue Village. Oh, and cool. so he's definitely done a lot of things too where like, you know, the money that he raised and that he made would go back to a good cause. So mm-hmm. he's physically like in like in the thick of it, you know, yeah. with the raising the money and then buying the things and then going and dropping it off and seeing how it's going to affect those that are getting these items that he raised the money for. Yeah. I yeah. Love that. So speaking of effect and impact, you started the business before kids. Yes. You've had it for <laughs> where what are we at now? Over 15. 10 years. 15. Oh right, you just, just had your celebrate our 15 year. Yeah, thank you. It's so awesome. So 15 years now you've been yeah. at it. Talk about the evolution of you as a person, as a business owner. How do you feel like you've evolved and changed and the impact that you feel like you're making? I think it's always great to to get to look back and see how much you've grown. Right. I mean, just watching, just looking back at pictures and just seeing like how I've changed, how my style has changed, mm-hmm. how the store has changed, you know, and it's it's really all about like kind of pivoting and yes. staying up to date and knowing like what's, I mean, I hate to say the word, you know, I hate to use the word trending, but that's mm-hmm. really what it is, yeah. you know, especially in like the fashion world, right. things are always changing. Like you have to be willing to pivot mm-hmm. and kind of change, not who you are, but like almost the image of yourself and how you're going to change like with those times, right. but still staying true to yourself, yeah. you know? So that's, yeah. that's where it gets a little tricky sometimes. It's mm-hmm. like, you have to be you mm-hmm. and you have to be conscious of what your morals are and, you know, who you are as a person, but still, you know, still staying up to date and on trend for your customers too. Yeah. yeah. I feel like entrepreneurship for me has been such a like self-help journey You know, there's so much of that work that you do just naturally by being a business owner because you are pushed to pivot. Like you don't have a choice a lot of times. No, you don't have a choice. You have to just kind of roll with it sometimes, Mm -hmm. even if you don't want to, even if you feel like a little held back, but you still have to just keep going. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's definitely been a learning lesson. And even though I started the business when I was 25, sometimes I still feel like I'm 25 and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, it's, it's always that you're always, you always kind of have that like self doubt, Mm -hmm. but I think that's part of being an entrepreneur because if you don't have that self doubt, you kind of have to like, be careful, you know, you can't always think that like what you're doing is right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's the growth, right? That's how you learn. It's like, I just was recently working through this with my friend Bianca. She, um, do you know about NLP neuro-linguistic programming? Okay. No, I don't think so. Questions that you could, that you ask to kind of trick the subconscious, like to get to the subconscious instead of letting like your ego mind answer yeah. questions. So she was recently trained in oh, that's it. That's really interesting. It's really cool. And she, she recently finished up her training in that. She's actually a photographic artist, but she loved the modality. And she also thought, well, this could help when I am working with other clients and yeah. things like that. So anyways, we were doing a session together and I uncovered that sometimes I hold myself back with mistakes Okay. Because the like failure, right. fear, fear of failure, one, but just like, oh, I can't make a mistake. I can't right. perfectionate. I can't, I can't do it. And so by the end of the session, I worked in and 
my new mantra is like mistakes are magic. Right. And it's like how, if we're always right, like that, you're never going to grow. Exactly. Like it's not even the right type of growth curve because exactly. it's just, it's true. I say, sense. I mean, I think I say it every day. Like I make mistakes. I'm not perfect, mm-hmm. you know? And even like, I'll even repeat my, my, my mistakes, you yeah. know, like from year, like if I made a mistake years ago and I repeat, I'm like, shoot, I should have known that. Mm-hmm. Like I already did this once, yeah. but you know, you're in a different mindset. You're in a different time. You're mm-hmm. like years away from that. And you're just, you're just going to make mistakes and you just have to roll with it. Yeah. You know, you just have to move forward. Recently, um, I've been seeing the osteopath. I broke, well, I think I may have seen you around the time um, that this happened. I broke my ankle in 2018 Okay, and then had kids. And so yeah. then I didn't work out for five years. <laughs> Here we are like finally working out <laughs> again. And so we've realized some of it's been harder for me to do certain things because my ankle had just messed up the rest yeah. of Yeah. Anyways was talking with him and he was explaining that like it's all about being springy and so he's you know working at my foot to try to get it so that I can like move it around more again right and I just keep thinking about that in my day-to-day of that springiness of like I make a mistake how quickly can I and most easily can I spring back from it you know even Absolutely. if it's and normally- just getting back to like getting back to your norm after that mistake mm-hmm. and how can you make things better after making that mistake. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like there are some times where if you make a mistake that you've already made once, you're like, God bless it. Like, I just, like, how again, did I do like this, this again? again. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But, but I keep thinking in my head, like, oh, springy. Like, and it's so easy to be back? hard on yourself. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Especially as like a woman and a mom and a wife and, you know, juggling all the things. It's in a boss. It's like so easy to be so hard on yourself. Yeah. To think, well, what if I'm not doing the right thing? What if I'm not making the right decision? Mm -hmm. So I think just really kind of being gentle on yourself too Mm -hmm. in those moments, I think is really important also. Well, and I love that you said that you will like verbalize when you've made a mistake. Like you you say like, whoopsies, (laughs) did that. And I think it's so important in motherhood too. Like I think our generation is in this very interesting space or do you subscribe to gentle parenting or are you familiar with that at all? I'm familiar with it. I don't subscribe, but I'm totally familiar. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the whole concept of gentle parenting, I think, and and just the fact that we're all learning how to self-regulate because we weren't necessarily taught growing up how to self-regulate our emotions, but then we have to also teach these little humans how to do it too. It's a very interesting spot that we're in. And so I notice that I'm, you know, apologizing or like explaining when I've made a mistake or things like that. And so I think it's really cool that transparently in your business, that's something you do. I'm assuming that's something that you also are are bringing into home or showing your kids that, again, mistakes are okay. Definitely. Absolutely. Well, my son does competitive dance. So that's like really cool. But there's a lot of room for error there. And yeah. I'm like, you just have to keep working at it. Mm-hmm. You just have to keep, you know, keep trucking along, keep getting better, keep practicing. You yeah. know, it's, you're not going to just get there by practicing once or by going to one class. It's like, you just have to keep working at it. And yeah. that's the way entrepreneurship is too. Mm-hmm. It's like, but the funny thing about entrepreneurship where unlike with him, mm-hmm. he has this main goal of like he has to get to competitive season and he has to like, you know, get like high marks mm-hmm. and do great with the judges and then his season's over. Mm-hmm. But with us, it's like our season doesn't end. Yeah, right. Yeah, it keeps going. <laughs> it keeps going. Well, and I think that's an interesting point. So I recently was reading a book. Um, there's one. It's 10x is easier than 2x. Have you read it? No. Okay. And then they wrote a book before that one, but I read it second. It's called The Gap in the Gain. Okay. 
basically they're really good. I'll send you the links. Yeah. Um, the concept being for like the gap in the gain is a lot of times we are focusing on comparing ourselves to our ideals, our future. And that's helpful. We need to future pace, but it puts us in this gap where right. we're always feeling less than and, yes. and then our worthiness comes up and all that versus when you're in the gain, you're comparing backwards. Okay. And that I think was just a huge aha moment for me of like, oh yeah, you know, recently I've had to pull up some old videos and stuff like that from my style foundry days. Yeah. And looking, I was like, oh, this was good. Like, yeah. You know, in some moments you like doubt yourself. You're like, oh, I'll do it better next time. Right. Or whatever. But then when you have more hindsight and you can look back, you're like, oh, this was great. And so I've been trying to actively only compare myself to myself. Right. Not to these other outside things. And those things come, obviously. Yeah. But so I think it's oh, interesting. that's really interesting. Uh, yeah, I think I'll it's have to interesting. Look into that. Yeah, to, yeah. To hear that. But then also, like, if your son is always just comparing himself to being a better dancer. Right. And that continues throughout all seasons or until he no longer wants to be a dancer anymore. Like there is, it is still akin to entrepreneurship in that sense. Right. I mean, absolutely. Your own growth, your own growth and yeah. your own sense of self too. It's mm -hmm. how much, you know, how much better can you get? Exactly. Yeah. 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 So future cast for us, you know, your kids are starting to get a little older. Yeah. Your business is certainly well off. You're loving your space. You're celebrating all you're doing. So what's the future? Where's your vision in your mind at moving forward for your life, your business? What are I things mean, you're thinking about? I always of? think about that. I always yeah. think about where, and the funny thing is I've always been one that's very happy with where I am mm. in the moment. Yeah. And I know so many people preach like live in the moment, live in the moment. I literally just live in the moment. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, like I would love to grow the business. Mm -hmm. I would love to keep growing. Mm -hmm. I would love to possibly have another space and, you know, figure out how to, you know, have more locations. Yeah. So, but right now where we are, it's such a great space and it's mm -hmm. such a great place to be. Mm -hmm. So I've always been the one that has believed in everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So if it works out to have another space, mm -hmm. amazing. If it falls into my lap, great. Mm -hmm. You know, so but I've never been the one to really like force things. Yeah. So if it happens, awesome. If not, that's fine too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you had another space, where yeah. would you want it? Close to the east? Like, would you want east side? Would you want west side? That's or the million just, dollar question. You're open to anything. <laughs> I mean, I would love to be close so that yeah. I can also be there too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the hardest part. That's the hard part about Cleveland, to be totally honest, mm -hmm. is like, where is another great place? Because you're never going to find like, like we found a gem. We mm -hmm. found a total gem in Chagrin Falls. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be really hard to replicate that. Mm -hmm. And also you're getting to know a whole another clientele. You're getting to know a right. whole different buyer and what they want. And we did just, I mean, we expanded our space. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we're, you know, we took another store and mm -hmm. expanded into that store. So we doubled our space. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of been like our new store yeah. and our new venture because mm -hmm. we're still learning that, you know, just right. having double the space. It's like, you're really still figuring it out, mm -hmm. you know, how to fill it, what to do with it, mm -hmm. what's the right fit for it. Mm -hmm. So, and that's another way of pivoting, you know, yeah. you have to pivot just in in like your current space. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sometimes it's just those little the micro little tweaks and yeah. the shifts. And yeah, so really figuring that out too. I love 
love it. Yeah. So for everybody listening who is here in Cleveland, do you want to give them the scoop on how to come find you guys? You yeah. know, your hours, Instagram, give them all the scoop there. Yeah, absolutely. So it is Sanity, mm-hmm. um, located right in the heart of Chagrin Falls, right on East Washington. We joke that we have the whole block <laughs> well, i was laughing thinking about right. it you're, we're literally opposite ends of each other we yeah. just like ground to the whole street right exactly yeah, exactly yeah. so um we have great parking in the back when it's available um during during the weekdays it's a little busy back there but we do have space in the back and then right on the side of the street too so people that say there's no parking there's no parking we have plenty of parking I love it. Yeah. Um, We have a great website that we keep updated with almost everything that's in the store. So you can literally just sit there and like browse everything that we have. Mm -hmm. So then a lot of our customers too will screenshot things. Mm -hmm. They'll bring it into us. They'll show us either right from the website or from our Instagram. Um, We love our Instagram. It's at sanity underscore style. Yeah. And you're so good at it because you link. I was, I noticed this the other day, you had posted some of the new stuff and I told you, I was like, oh, I like this. And I love how easy you make it that I can click from the videos and see right right there what you have. So we do a lot of styling videos and we make Mm -hmm. sure to add all the items that are in there. So Mm -hmm. to make it really easy on everybody else. Mm -hmm. And if for some reason you can't find anything, we are more than happy to send you a link or a picture or let you know how it fits. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of customers that ask us right from our Instagram or even will just like text us or call us in the store. It's it's hard to see what it looks like on just on the hanger. Yeah. You know, there's so many items that are like, that looks terrible on a hanger, but once you put it on, it's amazing. Yeah. So it's, yeah. yeah. You have pulled stuff for me that I would have never pulled. Again, I was a stylist, but I would have never pulled it for myself. Like the pants I'm wearing now that I'm obsessed with that I wear with every day. And I've texted you and said, I need more, (laughs) I need more pairs like this. Like I would have never put it on, but that's the cool thing too of that. Like, you know, the person, right. And if the person texts and says like, how does it fit? And then you can be even more personal and be like, Ooh, this is so you are. Ooh, I don't know if if you're going to love this. Right. Like we have a customer that hates heavy sweaters, Okay, just hates that. And yep. I'm like, you're not going to like that. You're not going to be a fan. Just put <laughs> no, it back. Exactly. Yeah. It. yeah. Are you a Gilmore Girls fan? Yes. Okay. So I'm obsessed. Gilmore Girls. I'm on my 14th time oh, round, I believe, okay. watching it. Wow. I just it's like such a good show. every morning. That's yeah. just what I put on in the morning. It's so good. I love it. There is a um, a line, though, that I always think about uh, in uh, Anna Nardini's store. Okay. So she had the boutique. Yeah. And a woman comes out and she has on an outfit and she's like, Trust me, I am your best friend right now. That's a no. That's like, a no. I feel right. like you can exactly. you epitomize that too. Yep. Like in a very we kind way. We will tell you like, if that's I'm a no. for you. Yeah. Right. And that's so important to have in a store. And Let I, me get you this instead. Yeah. <laughs> this would be better. Right. I love it. Isabel, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. And just sharing your journey. And I love the way that you think and the way that you run your store. And so everybody needs to go shop right now. It's a huge compliment. Maybe we could do like a girls' night or something. I would love that. We do girls' nights all the time. We would love that. Yeah. Let's do it. That's on the schedule. We'll do it. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. You have no idea how much your listenership means to me. If you love what you heard, would you mind leaving us a review? It'll help get these episodes into more mompreneurs' earbuds and into our community. Ready to get your next season or project done? Then you need to check out the studio. It offers a creative, collaborative, and Instagrammable space for mompreneurs to batch their podcast and beyond. Head to mompreneurco.com slash studio to learn how to cut your marketing time from three months to one day so you can spread your message and mission on autopilot while enjoying the work and people you love most. 
See you next time.